What's up, bootstrappers? It's episode four. And uh, we're really excited. I'm no longer going to gatekeep this tool. Um, I'm really excited to kind of talk about it and dive in with you all the different uses of chat GPT. I can't wait to hear about it and do a little deep dive into it. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to do a few live demos of li different ways you can use it. Talk about different aspects that we've used it in. Um, and then uh, we also kind of, towards the end of the podcast, we give ChatGPT a new name. And you know when you get a name from Katie, it's official, you're official. <laughs> yes, it is. And it's going to stick. We're going to make this a thing. It's it's not fetch. It's, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You got this. All we can right. do it. <laughs> Let's go, guys. What's up, bootstrappers? We're back, and it's episode four. It's exciting how quickly these go by. I know. We're almost halfway through. Uh, we're halfway there. <laughs> I'll keep my day job. Which, um, speaking of day jobs, um, let's. I'm really excited to kind of talk about this thing that I tried to keep a secret for a really long time. Like, I have really, really, really tried to not tell everybody about this tool. And I'm not trying to gatekeep. A, I just know that it's going to take our jobs. Okay, it's not going to take our jobs. But, <laughs> well, I'm glad that you mentioned that because I technically did not know about it. Right. So I found out about it. Um, I had gone to, remember during the whole um, City of Waco We All Win grant? Yeah. Okay. So the Hispanic Chamber was hosting an event at the Waco Arts Center, and everybody was there, and it was just Q&A and blah, blah, blah. So Elaine was talking about a couple things that she's trying to send out. Guess who um, introduced both her and I to it? Who? Devin. With Chalk Community. He was like, this is my new best friend. you got to uh. try it out. And so we're like, what is it again? What is it? And he told us how to get on it and whatnot. He's like, but if you can't get in, there's kind of a waiting because there's too many people. And I was like, so this is like a an app? So he's like, no, it's a browser. And so I found out about it. And then literally, um, you know, obviously I doubt that, you know, I'm going to fire myself. But ever since, my emails have been through that. And even Brian said, your emails are so good now. I'm like, aren't they? And I didn't <laughs> even tell him about it. <laughs> well, if it's not obvious, we are clearly talking about chat GPT. GPT, which for a long time I was calling it chat, chat GBT. Really? Yes. <laughs> and then um, my... Like, my boss, he's actually going to be doing a talk on it, like, on how to, like, all the benefits of using it at work and stuff like that. And um, I, he's like, can you schedule this meeting, you know, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, sure, no problem. Scheduled the meeting, and I called the meeting chat GBT discussion. <laughs> and my manager messaged me. He's like, just so you know, it's chat GPT. And <laughs> I was like, oops. It rolls off the tongue as a B, though, so. It does. Chat GPT. Chat, chat. GPT. P. It's like you have to emphasize that P, and it, it doesn't it doesn't really work that way. Right. So whoever created it, I think it was Elon Musk or somebody. I don't know. <laughs> whoever created it, A, thank you. B, you need to rebrand. Chat GPT. <laughs> Here's some constructive criticism for you. Um, but, so chat GPT, which is 
again, not easy to say, um, is an AI tool. It is artificial intelligence. It's borderline scary, but I love it. And it is a great tool to use for brainstorming, helping you write emails that are maybe difficult and you're having a little bit of writer's block. I mean, there's coding opportunities. There's ideas, opportunities. I mean, it's honestly endless. Endless. It really is. Um, so once I finally did tell Brian about it, um, he was asking, I guess, I, do I call it it? I guess he was asking it um, how to, because um, he was learning or relearning Python as they were doing a bunch of different things and with their coding and, totally. and all the stuff in the computers. And so literally he's like, you know, how do I learn Python? And it literally step by step what he needed to do. And I'm like, that's a little scary. And then I'm like, have, obviously <laughs> when it comes to cooking, how do you do this? And I'm like, oh my God, it just, it knows these things, which in a way it makes you wonder how, how much does it really know and how accurate it is? And then could it truly replace someone? So right now in its current iteration, I don't think it can fully replace someone. Now, do I think that it could probably give you um, maybe like having to have less staff or something like that? I don't think you would fire somebody because of chat GPT. However, I do think that it can help increase the productivity of your current team if that was like what you were needing. Like it would take me, just as an example, the other day I asked um, the AI, I'm just going to call it the AI, I asked the AI <laughs> to basically give me 10 Instagram captions that would, you know, talk about piano happy hour. And I said, I basically said, give me 10 Instagram captions with the following information. And I said, what piano happy hour, when and a date. And then all the, like all the information, I said, where Stay Classy and Downtown Waco. And it took from that information, it knew that Stay Classy was a cocktail bar in Downtown Waco. And because I did not tell it that, it figured all of that out and gave me 10 Instagram captions. Now, I will say, were they ready to go as is? No, they were not. Like, I would not have copied and pasted those and made them my caption. But they did help me generate ideas because as somebody who has written close to probably a thousand Instagram captions for the Stay Classy Instagram page. I run out of ideas and I am just out of them sometimes. And it, it got the juices flowing. Um, so that is one clear good way of doing it. Um, also generating SEO articles. I said, write me an SEO article with this information. It wrote it and used all the different words. And I will say for that aspect, I really have enjoyed it using it but I haven't fully gone through the copy and paste and and granted like I said I know people are like no you do it copy paste send it no. out and I'm like well first you cannot just copy and paste and send it out because even as it's you know typing up an email it tells you like the you know like kind of parentheses your name parent, close parentheses the email and then here again type in the date you know whatnot because there's it's going to build it out for you but you still have to put a little more effort into it. And so when I'm hearing people say, I just copy and paste, I'm like, no, I don't think that you can tell. Yeah. I feel like you can tell. Like when I see like an email, especially um, emails from like salespeople, like I get a lot of DMS and stuff from recruiters and stuff in like LinkedIn and my emails. Hey, like let us uh, help you fill these open positions, blah, blah, blah. And you can tell. Like, I promise you, there's no real true emotion in it. it. It still sounds like a robot. 
And so you've got to put your own personal flair in there. No, I'm with you on that. But I mean, obviously, yes, it's going to help you if you've got a little bit of a blockage, your creative juices need to be flowing. This is a way to kind of have someone um, give you or something give you those ideas. And I think in the previous episode, we talked about the whole concept of networking and how from that it leads to like having friends that are kind of like masterminds for you. And if you're not at that space where you're like, hey, I've met these people, I can ask these questions. You know, I want to say this AI feature thing is something that you can ask like, hey, how hard would it be to start a small business? You know, what's the the pros and cons about starting a small, you know, maybe if you don't feel comfortable yet or don't have the right person that you want to speak to, that's kind of something that's there to kind of get you started. I'm not saying go with everything it says, but I started trying a little bit more about it, especially for like the marketing aspect. Right. Um, I had a, a... a lady who had asked me a little bit more of like, what am I doing wrong in my marketing? What's going on? Um, And me as a consumer, I'm like, well, just off the top of my head, you know, obviously I'm not seeing a lot engagement on social media, not enough posts. So, you know, like something that tells me I'm going to go shop because, you know, if you know me, I'm going to go shop. I'm going to get something. So if if I'm seeing this on social media and if I'm seeing like spring styles coming or our new arrivals or, you know, whatever it may be, I'm already going to be like, oh, they have something new. But if I don't even see it on a post, like it's it's irrelevant. I'm not going to look if, if it's not there. Um, so I was thinking, I was like, this is one of those things like what are the, like you mentioned, how do you do the right Instagram captions or how often should I be posting? You know, there's things that one, you can talk to somebody that would be great at building that out for you. And two, if you're not at that point yet, you can always ask something like this AI, which I've really been amazed with some of the things that it it does know. Oh, absolutely. And I've asked it for ideas. And I will say its limitation, though, is that when you ask it for ideas, they're not revolutionary. Like, did it give me five ideas? But the thing is, is I had already, I was working on a project and I had already generated five or six ideas. And so I was like, all right, let me go to chat uh, GPT and ask it to generate more ideas for me. And so um, I said, give me, you know, you know, a few ideas of how I can do X, Y, Z. And it gave me the exact ideas I'd already come up with. And so, yeah, could it have replaced my ideas or I could have gone to it first? Sure. But it's not, it, it, it just spits out information back to you. And sometimes it's wrong. Sometimes it's cheesy. Sometimes, I mean, sometimes it has been flat out wrong. So always check, always check your sources. Trust me. No, I'm with you there. Like I said, it's great to be able to see something like this, spit that information back out. But I think we have to be very careful in how we use it and do we take it like word for word. Exactly. And again, your emails, your posts, your Instagram captions, they all still need to be reflective of your personality. And so never copy paste. I mean, you can copy paste onto another document so you can edit, but like never just copy paste send because I feel like you're going to be able to tell. Oh, for sure. Especially because you, of all people, you know, stay classy so well. And so we're always going to know. Like the other day when we were talking about, hey, for um, the office hours after hours, Nancy's Cosino was just going to do flan. And oh my gosh, she came up with this such cute um, (laughs) Instagram caption. I was like, look at her go. That was not chat (laughs) GBT. That was completely me. I know. That's you what I'm saying. <laughs> I would know when it's Katie. And then there's other stuff. I was like, okay, I know what's happening. But I don't get that flair of Katie. I mean, and the fantastic was it. a really great, like, I, I mean, you know. <laughs> it was really good. I expected nothing <laughs> else. <possibly>. Nothing less. <laughs> um, well, so 
you know, there are a lot of different uses for it. Um, and then another thing is I've actually had it explain things to me before. So I basically was like, just as an example, we talked about it last week, the Silicon Bank, uh, you know, thing. I was like, explain the Silicon ba- Valley banking issue to me as if you were a sixth grader with a bad attitude. And it was so funny. <laughs> and then I said it to explain it to me like you are a scuba diver running out of air. And it even like was like, bloop, 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 <laughs> like in there. <laughs> so you can have a little fun with it. And, 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 and it's a really, really cool tool that you can really use to your advantage. Um, and I mean, I'm excited for it. I don't think it's going to completely replace humans. I could be eating my own words in a year when we don't have jobs and it's just, you know, the AI has now like passed the bar. It's now a lawyer. Like I <laughs> can't even college. imagine that. Honestly, <laughs> I cannot imagine how that would work out, but I know that obviously with this being a product that's out there or a resource that's out there, I think I was reading not long ago that like now Google's trying to create its own and other, other like big names are trying to create their own version of this. Um, so it's just like even social media. We talked about this the other day where, um, was it Facebook and like um, Instagram? They're giving you that little check mark or the little yeah. blue star, the whole verification aspect. There's always going to be a product that's free. Use it however you want. And then all of a sudden they're like, hey, we can still market this. We can now get it into this situation. I'm like, oh, my God. They're going to get us addicted to it, and then they're going to make us pay. <laughs> like, we're going to be like, no. At that point, we're going to go back to the old school ways, write a letter, make it into a little star, and fling <laughs> it over. <laughs> Like, then we're going to have to have actual brainstorming sessions. God, this sucks. <laughs> oh, I remember those actual brainstorming sessions back in the day. It's like, uh, write your idea in the middle. Now do a little bubble. And now all the little arms out. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so what is the most interesting use for this AI that you have used? Interestingly enough, with everything that we're kind of involved right now with community situations, I was give, I was asking for different ideas when we send someone an email um, that's not just your traditional way of sending, hey, this is what we're doing. Would you like to sponsor? So I'm like, what's a different way to be able to reach out to someone that we're trying to ask for a sponsorship um, that doesn't sound just so generic and so like yeah, cut and dry? Absolutely. Just because sometimes at the end of the day, when you're doing a, a, any sort of, of project or event, um, all events are going to cost money, number one, always. And especially like, as we've mentioned, we're, we're involved in our Waco community and we always want to see everything evolve and grow, but it can't be done alone. So one of the things that I was able to use it for, and I really loved is how to ask someone for a sponsorship without it being, Hey, I want a sponsorship. Is there, and then I was like, is there a way that we can incorporate partnership? Because this isn't a one-time event. At least I would hope, it, you know, there are events that are temporary events to, to kind of like hold the space and lay a foundation for a bigger event. But at the end of the day, we're planning events, and I would like to have that partnership with those people that are going to say, hey, we would like to do, you know, at the 1500 level, 2500 level, whatever the level may be. But, yes, let's build this partnership so it's an annual thing. So when you already know your um, event's going to cost, you know, sixty grand, and you already know, okay, I'm coming in with, 5,000. I have, you know, 55,000 to go. How do I reach out to, you know, so-and-so to sponsor? And and how do I tell them, hey, will you sponsor me at $2,000, $5,000? And how is that a a relationship or a partnership that you can build that next year, although you always know you start with five grand, now some of these people that 
did help you or like, hey, next year, keep me in mind. Now you're already like, hey, potentially we're starting with 25000 now. So that was one of the ways that I was able to use it. And I was really happy with a lot of the different ideas that it gave on how to ask for that type of I guess, relationship building, partnership? No, totally. I actually use it very similarly, but more on like a micro level. I asked it, what are some unique things that we can offer our sponsors? Oh, I love that. Yeah, so like what are the what are things that we can then do in return other than like your normal, normal like run-of-the-mill? That's true. I'm glad you said that because I think for the most part, it's like, hey, sponsor us or, you know, do this for $1,500. You're going to get a social media mention. You're going to get a logo on a newsletter. It's like, what else can we really offer them for them to see the value of what they're investing in? Exactly. And it came up with some pretty good ideas and also ideas that we probably would have came came to, but it's just like, oh yeah, that too. And that too. And we usually do that too. And it's like, it kind of gets you there a little faster. Oh, for sure. Because again, you know, the AI is not going to do the work for you. It's not going to go and email your sponsors and get you the money. Um, but, you know, it's <laughs> – I actually saw one the other day. Oh, my gosh. Just, I can't believe I didn't even start <laughs> start with this. We're literally a business podcast. This person was doing a whole TikTok series on how he asked the AI how he can – like generate passive income and it wrote him a whole business plan then he had it write the website to create it and literally just started like really and he had already generated his input cost i think was somewhere around six hundred dollars because okay. it said input this expected output that and he had like generated in a couple weeks about twenty five hundred dollars and it's like it's not a crazy amount, a crazy but, amount, but still it's, you have to start somewhere right and that's the, that's the thing um especially in business I want to say at one point we started each business that we have with zero customers and zero support. So it didn't mean that we didn't start. Obviously, we started we're where we are today, but we started. And so there's there's got to be a, a point where you're like, instead of like one day, one day, one day, like, one day. no, we'll do it today. Like, look, let's build it today. One day never comes. It's today. Today. <laughs> it's today. <laughs> No, for sure. Well, um, let's take a really quick break, and then when we come back, um, let's let's ask it to do something for us. I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
All right, we're back. And uh, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's okay. see what it comes with. So first of all, I want to list out the limitations that I've actually never noticed. I don't know if these are new on here or if I've just never paid attention to them, but here are the limitations that the AI has outlined. One, may occasionally generate incorrect information. We already covered Please. that. It, it is true. It is true. May occasionally produce harmful instructions or biased content. I'm a little worried about the harmful instructions It's part. like, what are you asking it? Like how to not get hit by a car? And <laughs> <laughs> like put a giant cone over your head when you're <laughs> crossing the street. Um, the next one is may have limited knowledge of the world and events after 2021. So... Like I said, it's got the Rona. It's, got it's the still Rona. there. Yeah, it's, it's it's living in the past. It's, you know, it's like 2022, no thank you. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm needing to process 2020 still, so get back with me later. Um, but the question that we've asked it was we decided to ask it something business related and something that was relevant. So the question that I'm about to hit go on is what are five unique and different ways to advertise my insurance business? So we're going to hit go and let's see. All right, so number one. It's so fast. I know, it's so fast. So right out the gate, it's not an innovative idea. <laughs> so right out of the gate, we're going with social media advertising. Use social media platforms like Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to advertise your insurance business. You can create sponsored posts and targeted ads to reach potential customers in your area. Okay. All right, well, done. We've done that. Not innovative. Two, content marketing. Create innovative content related to insurance and share it to your blog, social media pages, and other platforms. You can also guest post on other websites and share your knowledge and expertise on the subject. So one way that you could use the AI in this instance is if you wanted to start a blog to up the SEO and create that content, like five ways to lower your insurance rates might be a good blog post because somebody might look that up. Like, how do I lower my insurance rates? You get it to write a post, give your Nancy flair, change it up a bit. Again, don't copy paste. Make sure all the content is correct and there's nothing horrible in there. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure it's relevant to 2023. Yes. Um, referral programs. I mean, that, yeah, that makes sense. Like if a new, like if an existing client referred you, maybe send them a gift card or something. I don't yeah, know. I do like the referral aspect. Radio advertising. What is this, 2001? See, you know, I do like a good radio ad. I do like the radio ad, but here's another thing on the whole radio ad. It's kind of like, I know we did, um, we had done something earlier last year where it was a commercial situation, and it's like, the question was asked, how many people actually still have cable? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, I never even thought about that. And then also it's the same thing, like on the radio, and I find myself listening to radio when I know we have something on the radio that we're trying to like, hey, we're providing our sponsors with some airtime and totally. whatnot. Other than that, if it's not a Spotify, a Pandora, iHeart, I mean, there's so many different things that it's kind of like, oh, wait, I need, I need to get on, on the radio to listen to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, as the ad that I am recorded on, on the KWB NPR radio station here in Waco, I only listen to NPR, and thus meaning I never hear ads because it's a nonprofit radio <laughs> station. So um, I would not hear your ad, but maybe you would. It's like throwing spaghetti. I feel like advertising on the radio is like throwing spaghetti at the like wall and seeing what sticks. What sticks, yeah. It, I don't know what the return on investment. I'm not saying there isn't. I think it's very specific. I think events are good for radio. 
because that's going to get people yeah. to come show up. It's when it, you're trying to get people to to spend money is when you're. It's like I don't know. It, it it's I don't know. Maybe it's, it's very. Just brand I feel like it's well that for sure, and then very audience specific because yes. I mean obviously. It's, I can't even say children might still listen to radio because they all have like the latest and greatest gadgets these days. That's like, it's feel like you come out of the womb, you get an iPad. I know. I, I think <laughs> they give them to you in the hospital now. Um, and you know, they're all just listening to uh, Kids Bop, uh, the WAP version, uh, the Kids <laughs> Bop WAP, which is wings and pizza. That's all they're listening to. Well, what a way to be very innovative for well, children I, today. <laughs> well, I have one more, one more idea. Um, and this is relevant. Event sponsorship. That is a way of advertising your insurance business. That is true. And and, and we love having um, the opportunity to sponsor events um, in the community for sure. And I think, you know, for the most part, I think we do a lot more with the arts. Um, whenever Creative Waco has an event, obviously Creative Waco is also hosted um, the other Muertos, which is a very near and dear event to my heart. And so all the events that come with that. And I really want to say, you know, a good friend of ours, Eric, has always says that I have the, uh, I lack the artistic ability since my brothers took all that from me. <laughs> but, you know, I was, I actually made that comment the other day. I'm like, I feel like God sprinkled all the artistic ability on my siblings <laughs> and forgot me because, you got I everything mean, else. they can grab a piece of paper and pencil and draw the most beautiful thing or just a spray paint can and there's painting murals. And I'm like, I'm over here with stick drawings and I'm like I obviously didn't get the gift but everyone else did <laughs> and I'm like what the heck but anyways again huge supporter of that huge supporter <laughs> well you know and I I figure out this is a really good way to round out the call other than to talk about wings and pizza um is what are five different ways to use chat GPT to grow your business Ooh. and this is actually I, I did not know these things okay. so one customer support Use ChatGPT to provide 24-7 customer support to your customers. ChatGPT can handle frequently asked questions, provide product information, and troubleshoot common issues, freeing up your support team to focus on more complex inquiries. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Um, number two, lead generation. Use ChatGPT to capture leads and contact information from potential customers. It can provide information and direct the lead to your sales team for follow-up. Oh, wow. I didn't know it could do I that. I didn't know it could do this either. I'm, I'm learning things myself in real time. Uh, sales support. Um, it can help by answering customer questions, providing product information, and offering personalized recommendations based on the customer's needs. Marketing. It can create marketing messages and target specific customers. And training and onboarding. Use ChatGPT to onboard new employees, provide training materials, and answer questions. I don't know if this is accurate. How can this I was do? about to say that. You do a lot of the whole no, onboarding. I, mean, I don't know if any of these are actually accurate. Can, I mean, what do I do? Send my customer I was to, to ChatGPT and say, oh, go ask ChatGPT. It'll figure it out for you. Yeah, I don't know about the, the lead generation for sure. That one's a little bit weird unless it has a whole database of customers. Oh, maybe. Let's find our future sponsors. <laughs> Provide me a list of potential sponsors for my podcast about women entrepreneurs. Give me their emails. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Uh, it doesn't have an, a database of emails. 
See, so then how is this? This is contradicting information, it Chatty. Really is. I'm gonna call you Chatty. That it's now called it's Chatty. Not chatty. We're calling no you Chatty. No longer the AI. <laughs> chatty, we need to talk. <laughs> However, it is giving me some potential sponsors for my podcast. So it told me to go after women-led companies, women's networks and organizations, women's lead leadership programs, women-focused media outlets, and women-focused brands, um, such as Sephora and Dove. Okay. <laughs> I could support the Sephora. I'm not really sure how the Dove. Like the soap brand? I guess. <laughs> okay. Dove, sponsor us. <laughs> All right. Well, as you can see, chat Chatty has some... <laughs> limitations and i think we need to make this a thing we're just gonna call it chatty for now on chatty it is it's a lot easier to say oh yeah i'm gonna talk to chatty and then also when we're talking about it it doesn't sound like i'm just going to chat gbt people don't know who chatty is exactly so she's not gatekeeping it she's just mentioning i'm mentioning it and the thing is again i want to clarify i didn't gatekeep and i'm not gatekeeping now but it's now general knowledge and so now that it's general knowledge i feel like people need to use it as a tool but when it wasn't general knowledge i was just kind of like Hesitant to share it. She had to scope it out to make sure it was accurate yeah, for you. Yeah, you don't use. know. Like, you it could have been dangerous. It could have stolen my identity. It potentially could if it's trying to give somebody a lead. Right? It's trying to be like, let me pick up Katie's information. What's Absolutely. her address? What does she need for insurance? And then mm. all of a sudden, next thing you know, you're on somebody's mailing list. Exactly. And I'm on too many damn mailing lists. <laughs> Speaking of, if you want it, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Please subscribe now to our mailing list. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I think that was pretty useful. I'm pretty excited about the future of AI. Chatty is great. I know you have your character flaws, but at the end of the day, you still are invited to come hang out with us anytime you want. Um, we appreciate your service. And honestly, Chatty, you can stick around. There's room for growth, but you can stick around. Oh, for sure. We'll be, we'll be catching up with you later. Chatty, we're looking at you. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. I like it, Chatty. I like it. Let's do it. Chatty it is from here <laughs> Chatty on it is. All right, guys, we'll see you next week. And uh, if you haven't already, please make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a five-star rating. Um, unless you don't like our podcast, then I don't know why you're still listening. Um, but give us a five-star. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.